Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for listening today. Whether it's your first time or you've heard every single episode since January of 2019 or you jumped in somewhere in the middle, thank you for listening today. You can always find us online at pathtozion.com. Um, go to YouTube. Find our YouTube channel there. There are actually new videos there. Um, just did a series, two-part series, just challenging the, the kind of wide-way Christian-American thinking and what I always just call kind of the elitist mindset that I just feel I have seen very front and center throughout my lifetime within the church and uh, just calling, calling her what she is calling myself who I am and just being willing to really examine our hearts first and foremost our actions and the words of our mouths we have got to be willing to take a good strong dose of correction and look inward the church here I am in the United States, born and raised, and I realize this is not applicable for everyone who listens to this program. We've picked up some listeners in the last several days in China that are listening to great length. Your world likely looks vastly different than mine. It might look vastly different than mine depending on where you even are in this nation. I know that my Midwest upbringing and now after 20 plus years of living in the South it's not the way it is all over this nation and it's surely not the way it is all over the world and I think if we're not careful we forget that we live in our own our own world we are all familiar with the phrase well in my world and, you know, it would probably do us good to kind of shake off that limited mindset of individual preference and just kind of, well, this is, this is what I do. And then somehow, if we're not careful, when we look upon others who don't do what we do in our world, eh, lesser, wrong, just not quite doing things the way that that they need to be done. I'm guilty of that myself. Thank you for listening today. You can send us an email. Pathdesignpodcast at gmail.com is the way to do it. If you ever want to correspond for any reason, you can do so there. I hope you're doing well because if, if things go as cor- according to plan, according to plans, this episode will air... Wednesday morning, the morning after the American elections. I'm kind of curious how everyone will be feeling this time tomorrow. Should there actually be a declared winner? Who knows? There's all this angst and turmoil and lies and deception. Huh, really? That's strange. (laughs) There's lies and deception in our government. No. Well, only on this side, depending on where you sit. Depending on what chair you 
you pull up and sit in, the deception is always on the other side, right? They're the liars. They're the, the, they are the deceivers. They're the crooked ones. <laughs> hey, we're all in the same basket, people. In that sense, we are unified. <laughs> the United States isn't unified on, on really anything. Except division. Isn't that funny? Man, the United States is... is oh yeah, we're united. <laughs> there is great unity in division. We agree on that. We agree that we're divided. Ironic, don't you think? But hopefully the world is still functioning and moving about this time tomorrow. Who knows? It could go either way. It's going to be a bunch of angry people. It's just a matter of what side they're on. We talked about that in, in brief length in the, the video series I just posted that I titled A Plea to Christian America, Part 1, Part 2. It's on YouTube and on the audio side as well. It's just a cry for the church to stop being so embarrassing. Stop being so arrogant. Stop being so boastful and prideful and elitist. As she wants to strut through town, declaring her greatness. I say it all the time. It's Babylonian. It's Tower of Babel building. Best, strongest, self-sufficient. The verbiage, the verbiage may say we're dependent on God, but I don't buy it. Don't believe it for a second. Don't believe the Christian agenda in politics is for the good of the unborn. I think it's for votes. I don't think these political spins are really for the good of humanity based upon scriptural commands. It's politics. They don't merge. They don't really get intertwined. It's the American way. Separation of church and state. It's on the books. Your personal beliefs, you leave them at home. We see it every day. So shifting gears. <laughs> today I just want to talk about a couple things, mere topically. I don't have any verses ready. I don't have any studies with me. I'm driving. But as I'm driving, I'm just communing with the Father. I'm just... I'm just in a I'm in a moment that's gone for several days and man probably moving into weeks now. I'm just doing a lot of constant introspection. God, who are, who who are you? Who am I? What am I doing? What are you doing in this hour in my individual life in my home in this nation on the earth? God, what's going on? There's a lot of things that don't seem to make sense. A lot of things where there's just not clarity. What's the Spirit saying to the churches in this hour? What's the Creator desiring to do with His creation? What are we doing? So much chaos. So much anger, emotion. Discord, division, as we've already alluded to. It's everywhere including the church, including God's people. Again, it's no new idea. It's been this way since the inception of her. But sometimes I just get weary of it. You know, I just, 
Uh, can I just be completely honest? Sometimes I just get tired of trying. I, I share with with my wife this morning that, you know, I'm just I'm just in a tough place. I've never been more patient with humanity than I've been in this season of my life. Like truly, I'm not boasting. It's a it's a work of God. It's a miracle. But I've just never been more patient with the brothers, you know, the body of Christ, in disagreements, in in religion, religious organizational breakdowns, relational challenges, you know, all these things that are just normal for the church. It's just most people don't care, don't give it much attention. I can't help myself. I can't avoid it. I... I I'm not okay with it, but as I always say on this program with, with extreme regularity, I know I've been called to endure alongside the brethren. It's a scriptural command. I'm not Moses, and don't, for, don't please misunderstand anything I'm saying in any way about that, but I understand and align myself and completely feel like with great regularity the call of Moses in the sense of, you know what? You could have comforts. You could have good things. You could have blessing, favor, ease, relief on your own. Metaphorically speaking, go live in the palace and live it up. Enjoy your life. But I don't want that. I believe it's of great value and worth to willingly choose instead to endure alongside God's people. It's just what I believe. It's a major undergirding support of my entire life, and every single thing I do is affected by it, literally. No, I'm, I'm going to endure. It's not an option to get out. It's not an option to, again, metaphorically, move to the palace and just kind of chill for the rest of my days. I'm not called to do that. So it always creates ongoing challenges trials, unending options <laughs> and opportunities to do just that, endure. And so I was just talking trans transparently, of course, with my wife this morning, and I'll use two natural examples. Right now I'm waiting on two individuals to do work on my farm, some fencing, and some insulation and siding on our home. Two different men, of course, two different jobs. I've been waiting for months and months for these jobs to be completed. Well, correction, I've been waiting for them to be started and I'm just growing weary because I'm patient because I'll call them, I'll text them, I'll say, look, this isn't the most important thing in the world, I understand that, but could you please come and start this job? In one case, I've given you a large sum of money. Could you please come and do this job? Can you give me a date? Again, my life isn't hinged upon a fence being done or, or siding on my home, but like, can you please get to us soon? One of these contracts was signed the first week of July. And I just told my wife, just a lot of these things in my life, these natural things included, you know, I'm just tired of waiting. I've been enduring, I've been patient, I've been walking in the fruit of the Spirit, 
Not always, of course, but in greater measure than I ever have in my life. And guess what, man? There's just not much fruit on the tree. I feel like I'm getting kind of pushed to the side. In many aspects of my life, I'm just being pushed away. Eh, because he's patient, because he's not demanding, because he's not a squeaky wheel, that guy can wait. It's true in my walking alongside others in the body. Leadership, even. It's true in the natural. I'm just okay. I'm not going to make a big deal. I'm not going to make a stink about things and ruin your life until you give me attention. I just won't do that. I used to be that way, but I'm not anymore. And I am free to, to be a more spirit-led man, if you will, a spiritual man because of that. But there's a cost, and this is what my wife said, like, you're just going to be pushed to the side, Joel. And if you listen to this program, I've said this for 20 years, but I've said it on the program since we've begun. That's part of the cost. Because even Christians now, believers, they have a posture and a position of, man, you better take up your own life because if you don't, you're going to get pushed away. You're going to get taken advantage of. We talk about this in self-defense or loving your li- not loving your life unto death and what it really means to literally lose your life for the sake of the Messiah and how I take this quite literally. Most people in my life know that's true. Don't make a big deal about it, but if it ever comes up, I'll tell my position, my stance, my conviction, my understanding of what's happened to me when I lost my life. I don't want to pick it back up again. It's not mine anymore. My life is literally no longer my own. It is not my possession. So with that principle intact in light of what I'm saying, it's also true. You know what, God? I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. My life is literally hidden with Messiah in the Father. (laughs) Literally. So if I get pushed around, taken advantage of, whatever, all these things we could say. Now, this is an arguable point. I've heard many strong believers, men of faith, like, man, assault this thinking. Well, that's not what God wants is for you to just be taken advantage of by man. Well, look at his son. I say this all the time. Look at, look at the son. Man, he didn't defend himself ever. He didn't say, listen up, right here, right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make some things clear so that you know who I am. A lot of times they'd put questions to him, trying to put him in a corner, and what did he say? Well, who do you say that I am? What do you think? <laughs> no need to defend. No need to stand up, and man, you, you're going to get it now. Not in Yeshua. Didn't need to. His identity was sure. He was sad. I talk about that man all the time. I know it becomes a wearisome topic for the regular average listener here because I talk about it all the time. But why is it necessary to continue to bring up? Wasn't even my intention today. Because it opposes the natural man who wants to say, you know what? I've got to be known. I've got to be heard. I have got to stand up for myself and speak clearly my opinion what I need, what I deserve, or I'll get nothing. Well, I think we overreach. We overstep. We 
in my opinion, my vantage point, we're not entirely entrusting ourselves, our lives, our families, even my home and property to the Father. Well, many people would say, I've had this conversation for years, so that's just carelessness. That's not even responsibility, Joel. Careless. Well, could be. Or it could be I'm just, to some ridiculous extent, trusting my Father. I'm trusting Him. Full of flaws. Got a whole bunch of error in here. Trying to work it out. That's why I'm praying to Him this morning. I'm communing with Him, talking with Him, calling Him my Abba Father, saying, you know what? Hey, here I am, your son. I need some help. Father, I need some direction. Would you be my defender? Would you be my strength? Would you, O oh great king, be my all in all? Please, God, would you help me today? I don't know. Maybe I'm just passive. Maybe I'm just soft. Maybe I just don't get it. You know, I don't know. I'm willing to admit that's possible, but I don't feel that's true. I don't feel that way. I'm not a spiritual infant. I don't know. And I still have many ways to change, to grow, to be even more dependent. I'm not saying I've mastered dependency now. Please hear me. I'm not saying I've mastered this stuff. I'm just saying that, I don't know, my, my life is no longer my own. All I want to do, first and foremost, is be driven by the Spirit to be an obedient son, postured to listen to the instruction of my Father. You know, if he says to call someone, I'm going to call him. If he says to make something a big deal, I'm going to do it in gentleness, in kindness. In truth, may sound harsh in what it is, but I want to speak it like Yeshua, my Messiah. I want to be like him. And I believe it's an attainable goal. I really do. So how about you, friend? Where are you at today with these things? What are you thinking? What, what are you... What are you in the middle of right now where you could be more dependent upon the Father? And maybe you're on the other side. Maybe you just, you never speak up. You never make a point of anything. You never speak truth. And you're just always reserved and quiet because you're afraid of men. All of us are in different places. All of us are. All of us. But, I don't know, maybe, maybe we can find our way. But we're not going to find it by happenstance. We have to lean into the Father and His wisdom and His counsel and His direction, His leading. Man, today I'm like, Lord, I lack wisdom. I'm asking. I need wisdom. It's not just patriotic Christian America who's arrogant, prideful, boastful, and full of herself that needs wisdom and counsel. I need counsel. I need wisdom. I need help. Me. Me first. <laughs> Let's be full. Let's be full. Let's be expectant for the Father to give good, good gifts to His children. Why? Because He's good. Because He's awesome. Because He loves us and He wants to be all that He is to His people. Let's just let Him do that in humility, in patience, in gentleness, in submission, crying out to the Father, Help your children. 
Father, help your children, please, starting here with me today. So let's do that. Let's do that, church, man. Let's do that. That's why all this politics and nonsense and backbiting and conspiracy theories and China and, man, oh my gosh, the, the list is endless. The minds of the church are so distracted. And I don't even want to hear about the woke church. I don't want to hear one more word about the woke church. The woke church. Come on. If we're awakened to anything, it's molecular. Molecular. Man, we've got a whole lot more waking up to do. All of us. Praise the Father, we're awake to anything, but man, we're still a slumbering church. Snoozing. Waco sleeper. Come on now. Let's keep shaking ourselves to alertness, awakeness, soberness. The Father will help us if we're listening to what He's saying first and foremost. You've been listening to the Pat to Zion podcast. You can always find us online 24-7, patdesion.com. Sign up for notifications there. Go to our YouTube channel, please. Share something if it means something to you. Sharing videos and links does so much more than anyone I ever talked to realizes. Oh my gosh, it makes a huge difference. You wouldn't believe how many listeners we pick up by people just sharing a link that takes about 10 seconds. Would you please consider doing that? It would help us greatly. If you want to join in with what we're doing, if you want us to come to where you are, if you want a phone conversation, if you want to do a Zoom meeting, if you want to get on Skype, send us an email. Seriously, reach out on Facebook and send us a message. Podcast at gmail.com is the way to do it. Thank you for listening today. We are rediscovering the ancient way. Amen.